What up, y'all? Welcome to the Empowering Real Talk podcast. It's your girl, Keisha, aka Coach K. Woods, and I'm the founder of Upgraded Mindsets. I am here to empower and elevate us out of our restricted thinking methods that have held us back when it comes to personal as well as entrepreneurial growth. These episodes are going to trigger your critical thinking in a sense and actually help you break out of the negative clutter that could be holding you back on a personal or business level. I'm all about feedback here. I'm all about great conversation and I'm all about empowering us to live our best lives. Tune in, don't miss the episode, subscribe to the channel, and let's get started. What up, y'all? Welcome back to the Empowering Real Talk podcast. It is your girl, Keisha, aka Coach K. Woods of Upgraded Mindsets, and I'm super grateful to be here today. If y'all have not, y'all know the drill. Please go ahead and subscribe to the girl's channel. Um, make sure you are following me on social media at Coach K-A-Y-W-D-S-A. I'm definitely trying to get this word out. You know I am ready to have these uncomfortable conversations um, in order for us to grow. Um, and today is going to be no different, but I am definitely excited about the vibe that y'all about to catch with this one. Um, I have a guest here with me, and I'm going to let her introduce herself here on the Empowering Real Talk podcast. Hey, Steph. Hey, Keisha. Oh my gosh, I'm so pumped to be here today. I can't wait to just dive into all the juicy stuff. Um, but yeah, my name's Steph. Um, thank you so much for having me. I work in the world's only, the first female-specific transformational process that's designed to basically be able to use epigenetics and the science of inherited trauma and scarring to actually break three of that break free of that transformational emotional stuff that we basically carry and that's passed down to us and that's triggered over and over again in our lives so actually breaking that clearing it up so that we can live confidently happily and free in our lives as we are yes oh my god like when i read like your bio i was stoked i was like yes i got to talk to her because people don't really think that it's that deep. You know what I'm yes. saying? And like, I sometimes when I get that deep with them and I never realized the actual name for this is something that I didn't really dig that deep into. But when I read the definition, I was like, oh my God, like I knew it. Like it was one of those, I knew it moments. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm super excited uh, to have this conversation today because it's definitely necessary, especially when it comes to us ladies. Um, so let's dive right in. Cause I'm just super, um, geeked. Like tell them like about the word is e epigenetics, right? Because yeah, see, I, I said it right yesterday and then this morning I didn't. So I was like, nope, I'm gonna make sure, but let's talk about that. Like, let's talk about the epigenetics of us females, because mm. we are definitely wired differently. Oh my gosh so many different ways like in so many ways we are different so for epigenetics in regards to that cycle and and that cohort it's really just it's so simple to notice once you once you get it in your mind and you, you become aware of it you just start seeing it you start seeing patterns so your mum how your mum reacts in certain situations the patterns and things that she's got from her mum and her mum mm. and it's 
you know, it could be things like anxiety. It could be things like feeling like we've got to add value to other people's lives to feel like we have value for ourselves, um, self-sacrificing, things like that. And there can be so many different things. It can be mistrust of man. It can be all of these things. Mm-hmm. And nine times out of ten, they've been given that through their ancestors. So everyone that's come before you has gone through life. They've had their stresses they've had events and as you move back in history the way that women especially have been treated was shocking was absolutely appalling and so some of the traumas that these family members have been through once we get our genes they're triggered in situations because it's dangerous so even though if you're standing up say as an example public speaking and you're just wanting to say what's important to you and and share your message and connect with people, and it's actually not dangerous, if you go back in time and think about, say, the witches in Europe who were basically murdered in front of their families and hunted and judged and trialled and um, made to feel like they were not okay to be themselves to care for their families because all they were doing was what came naturally they were nurturing they were creating um ales they were gathering they were tending they were sharing um with the communities right they were just being normal women they were healers healers right Mm -hmm. however it was looked at as it's dangerous if you do go and be yourself don't stand out don't rock the boat follow the rules and so now in this day and age we go to do something just that's just normal in our day-to-day lives and we we don't know why we can't speak or we get covered in a rash or we're out where we're sweating and panicking and shaking and we just can't speak yes like it, it's something that you know and 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 people will try to you know and they'll try to deflect and you'll try to you know give fifty thousand other explanations for it but all but the right one Um, And then we're fearful to find those things out. You know, um, we are so scared of what's going to, you know, happen to us, but something's happening to us right now. But we are used to the default. We're used to the negative side of things, right? We're used to staying in the negative side of things because that's what society hands us every single day. Society hands us the negative side of things. So we think that we're just supposed to default there. So, you know, work i actually have to like really sit down and have these real life lecture explanations as to why you have to get intentional and apply the direct thinking every day like 24 7 you know you allow your mind to get in default then you're just going with the flow and everything that's going on with you is going to continue to happen you know and and being you know even genetic wise you know that so now we have to work on there is, you know, things that can happen for you to make that transformation out of that. You yes, know? I would love to talk about. That. Yeah, I would love yes. to talk about that default that you're talking about because yes, it's exactly is a perfect way to say it. That your default is what you've been handed. Your default is your safety net, your comfort zone, yes. and normally it's not actually a comfortable place to be. But like you said, it's our familiar. It's where we know. It's how we are. It's who you know who we show up as every single day because that's our subconscious mind. 
and our subconscious mind is our oldest mind. It's like our reptilian brain. You think of like what a lizard can do. They just, you know, they've got their survival instincts. They eat, they they sleep, they get in the sun when they need it. They hunt, all that sort of thing. They don't think ahead. They don't overanalyze what they did yesterday. Um, but we've got that and then we've got our logical mind and if they're not on the same team they're just sort of fighting against each other so you're trying to make all the right decisions you're trying to reframe you're trying to catch your thoughts you're trying to spin them around you're trying to do all these things but then you've got the 95 percent subconscious mind undoing it and trying to stay in its rut and, and do those patterns over and over again so you're almost having this mental gymnastics, this tug of war with yourself to try and choose something better and get in a better pattern, but then you've got this other thing pulling you back almost. So it's changing the default. And if you can change the default, you basically then get a cheerleader instead. You don't get someone pulling you back and like going, okay, I'm going to make this hard for you every day. Go on, go have fun. It's like, whoo, let's do it. You've got this girl. Yeah, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> It's that pumped up mm -hmm. self-belief, you know, we can do this, let's do it, I love myself, I believe in myself, I'm going to go and live my life. It's changing that and yeah. that's that, That, like you said, that's the default because that's basically where we live. Everything outside of that is a conscious choice, which is even if you're doing a great job of that, it's only 5%. Yeah. So how far can you get with 5%? Right. Right. Yeah. And it's like, you know, well, ooh, like, you know, and, and, you know, people are like, it's hard. I'm like, yeah, I get it's hard. I do. Cause trust me, I do it every day. You know, I'm not telling anyone anything that I am not trying to apply on a daily. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, you know, I don't want anyone to ever think that it's not, you know, a journey for me or you, you know, as well. Cause it is definitely something, you know, that we encounter on a daily. Speaking of that, tell them a little bit about, you know, what got you into what you are doing, you know, and where you headed in, in your purpose and covering the true you? Oh, I'd love to. So I was, um, I was sort of a free spirited kid until I was in year three and we sort of moved to a new place. And I realized that people had a perception of me and they would, they were judging me. And it was like, oh, okay. So I have to choose now whether I do my own thing and have no friends and no one likes me or I just fit in at all costs because I don't want to have no friends and I want to feel accepted and I want to feel loved and valued. And I had um, my mum and dad split up when I was young so and my dad wasn't around, so it was sort of that abandonment issue. So I felt like my pattern was that this safety around people, right, and, and if I fitted in, I was safe. Um, that was obviously now looking back, right. the subconscious right. part of your mind. Um, so I just at all costs needed to. So. I, um, you know, I used to be like a bit of a tomboy and just just loved doing my own thing, but it was yeah. like you need to be put in a box. You're a girl. You need to do these things. You need to say these things. You need to be this way. Um, and I, you know, went through a lot of bullying and things. I didn't have much self-worth because I just was like a bit of a chameleon, just doing and saying and being everything for everyone and just morphing into those people. And then with I was around other people, I was morphing into a different person again. And I was great at that. I was so good at it. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? I was great at that one. <laughs> it wasn't good for me, but oh my God, I, I did a great job. <laughs> yeah. That part. What'd you say? Yeah. Great part. <laughs> They would, you know, everyone else would have thought, you know, oh, she's so accommodating. She's so nice. She's so agreeable. Yeah, because that's like, that was yeah. my coping me yeah. mechanism. Then yeah. I wouldn't be disliked. 
Yeah. Um, and then when people didn't like me, it really hurt me. If I had, mm. or if I had any constructive criticism anywhere in my life, I I couldn't cope. And I was absolutely a perfectionist. I, I basically just tried to control my life and made it, made it like if I was perfect, then there would be less chance people could pick on me and and make mm. me feel less than and and all of that sort of thing. Um, but as I grew up, then I also was in a really horrible relationship, um, very abusive domestic violence and just narcissistic, all that sort of thing, which depleted my self-worth even more. Um, and I didn't realise actually how bad that was until I got out of it. So it was about three years. Yeah. Um, and I kept trying to get out, kept trying to get out, kept trying to get out and then get stuck back in, get stuck back in again because it's just those mind games and manipulation. Um, finally got out of that and then I started to develop, like I met my husband who's just the most incredible guy, like, oh, my gosh. Um, and then I started developing chronic pain. And I think what happened was I finally found somewhere I was actually safe, mm. but I couldn't accept it because I felt I was worthless. So <laughs> it was like I was so broken that I basically put on and, and I didn't trust men anymore. Yeah. Um, and my my there's a lot in my family there's a lot of mistrust around men and even just holding grudges like you do me wrong you are dead to me right, sort of thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that part would you say immediately and it's a lot you know there's a lot of that you know um just to dab right there you know there is so many women that can, I know can relate to you know just what you're saying about you know being broken and you know not feeling like that a man loves you and and we react in different ways you know we push men away you know we try to you know break them you know because we want them to feel how we're feeling you know um so you know just speaking on that it, I talk to so many women that carry that you know and it's like no you know and, and and i had to make my own transformation you know i definitely led a life of you know making some crazy ass decisions you know let me tell you but um <laughs> it's like but we've got to do that work you know that it is just something that has to be done you know and like once you really started receiving that like you got a bomb husband like and just when you said it like your face just blew instantly like you were like oh like oh Love it. <laughs> like we, you know how we pick up on like facials and energy and stuff like all that so like just as soon as you said that like I thought that was dope so yeah no he is and it was just it, it, it's hard because you see this person in front of you that's never done the one thing to make you think that you they're not trustworthy or that you shouldn't be able to feel safe and be able to give them all of you right but the hurt and the the brokenness that you've gone through it, it comes too mm -hmm. and so you're almost showing up with all these bags going okay I'm here where can I shove all these and let's just pretend that they aren't really a big deal we'll just like kick them around and you know you know they're here but we'll still pretend that you know it's okay and we'll just live with these bags in the way but they're not, you know, we, we can we can make it work. We can make it work. <laughs> we gonna do that. We gonna do that. Like under I mean. <laughs> So oh she's been with me forever. She's not much of a big deal. She's old and she's broken, but she's all right. She yeah. can just sit in the corner. She's not gonna get in the way. <laughs> <laughs> 
was just, it was handed down from my mother. I can't get rid of it, you know, like it's part of me. But this is exactly what it is. But it's like those people did nothing to us mm-hmm. and they deserve a clean slate. It's like we're looking at them through the filters of what we've been through or mm-hmm. how we're feeling that of something that maybe not even didn't happen to us. But for some reason we're, we're seeing them not for who they are and what they've done. It's the, the filters of the past. So it's being able to clear that so that you're able to give all of yourself to this relationship. And then if anything did happen, in that relationship, you're dealing with that one relationship, that one person and that connection. And, um, yeah, it took me a long time to get to that point because, um, like, I just thought he would change. I just kept saying to him, you'll change, you'll change, because I thought he was just pretending to be a good person. Like, I think I knew he wasn't, but I had the evidence that that's what happened in my past. So it's that logical mind. (laughs) Hey, this is what I know. So this is what's going to happen again because this is what I know. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, so it was really hard for me to accept love and I felt like maybe he'd chosen the wrong person. I was like, there's someone better, you know. You're putting your effort into someone that's not deserving of this you know find someone who actually is deserving of the love that you're giving and the the sweetness that you are you know he would write me love notes and even just read them to me and I would just be bawling my eyes out because I was just like this isn't me you know it's like you're seeing the wrong person like you've got the wrong person that you're doing all these amazing things for because I don't deserve that yeah oh Girl, you gave me whole goosebumps right now. Like that's woo, because I mean it's it's so many, it's so many that relate to that, you know. And they push, you know, push people away, you know, not just you know for relationship wise, but family wise, friend wise, you know, we push people away because we don't feel deserving, you know. Um, it's 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 something that we have to really unlearn you know, and relearn. And it's it's really in-depth, super duper inner inner work, inner grind, inner transformation, inner everything, because it's coming from, you know, the inside. Um, you know, um tell us how, you know, a little bit like what made you, you know, dig into, you know, where you're at with and how it, you know, helped you and how it helped shape you into who you are today. Sure. So um, I also developed chronic pain from that point where I wasn't really aware of all of my issues prior to that. So everything I just said, I wasn't aware of that. I just thought that was me and whatever. Okay. Um, so the, the crux of it was chronic pain that would not would not go away. And I think that was my body going, okay, you won't listen to all of this uncomfortability. Here you go. You can't ignore this. And so I was just in pain 24-7 and it was it was like a torture. It was, it was, mm-hmm. I just, I felt trapped and I couldn't get out. And I tried so many things and I realized that I was just not okay. Mentally, I wasn't okay. It was driving me nuts. But I thought it was just the pain. It, I didn't realize that stuff was already there. It was just, oh, I mean, so much pain. If I could just get rid of this pain, I'll be okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'll be okay. Just as long as this, I get rid of this and I'll be good. I'll be good. Yeah. Not realizing it's going deeper than that. Exactly. And it's like saying, oh, you, you've got some stuff you got to fix, girl. Like this, I've gotten, this is the final frontier. Right? This is the last thing I can do for you to finally 
listen. Um, so I started looking looking for help, and you know, it was all the mainstream stuff. Like over here, there's not it's not a fantastic. It's like you go to the doctor and then you go to a psychologist or whatever. And I was doing so psychology counselling, some teams where it was like chronic pain, where they do like teach you about how the mind works and stuff. And I started realizing like this shit is my mind like it was saying there's nothing um you know structural if you have the same structural problems some other people don't have pain so your mind is creating this pain that's sending these signals and you've got a heightened nervous system blah 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 and I was like well what how do I fix that right and um went to a psychologist and the, the moment that just I lost faith in all of that stuff that mainstream stuff was and realized they couldn't help me was um she just said you're just going to have to accept this. And I was picturing my life because I felt like an 80-year-old lady trapped. Like I felt like I looked young, but I looked, I felt like, a, like I was dying. And I was like, well, I, my, my life won't get any better from here. It's only going to get worse. I'm, I, I'm just going to drive everyone away. I'm going to hate myself. I'm going to hate my life. There's no point living like this like I was in a really bad place I would cry myself to sleep and I would say to my husband I'm not okay I'm not okay and he's just like what can I do and it was really hard on him and then I just started not talking about it at all because it was just like I was just sucking the joy out of everything and I eventually found creatrix which is what completely got me out of all of this and changed that default and just got my self-belief and self-worth and just changed my entire life but it was when I'd completely given up hope and I wasn't even looking I was just like there's nothing that can help me I just have to live this way um but I'm not going to keep going to people that I believe are going to help me and then taking my hope away and crushing it even more um because selling your story again and again it gets harder Mm. every single time um I found Creatrix because I actually knew the lady who created it, which is the lady's name's Maz, and she lives here in Australia, and she created the Institute of Women International because she could see that there was other therapies and things that were maybe helping for a little bit, but then shit would come back. Like people would be women, men it worked perfectly for. Mm-hmm. But women, don't, their minds, our minds are so different mm-hmm. and the things that were helping the men help women maybe for a little bit and then six to 18 months later that same shit's back she was like why is this not lasting for women um and I'd met her many years ago um when she was working for Mary Kay Mm -hmm. um she was the biggest director she'd all of the um records and everything she'd smashed all of them she was the biggest for years there and she ended up leaving because they were trying to make her teach the men's model of success. And she was like, but this isn't what I do. Mm-hmm. And they were like, but you're a fluke, Maz. Like, it just teach it. And she's like, no, because that's not my way. That's not the way I've done any of it. And I see all these women and it's only the same of us that are reaching all these amazing feats and getting all the trips and everything. But all these women seem like they're failing. And so why are the majority of women not getting this stuff? So she went and created her own therapy um so I met her when she was doing that I was young I think I was like 18 or mm, wow something. Okay. I was when I was in that really bad relationship yeah and I must have still had her on Facebook she was looking for someone to do some video editing before and after of the women that she was working with that was back in 2017 
and I was like, oh yeah, because I, I really love editing. It's just another like thing I love to do, and um, creating videos. And I said, oh, I'm not professional, but I can help anyway. She's like, oh yeah, I just want this just before how they were feeling before and after. Just put them together, and then I was watching these women. The before they were broken, they you could feel the weight of the world on their shoulders. The the spark was gone out of their eyes. They were just talking about how they were feeling, and just it was. They were just miserable. And then the after, which was just a couple of sessions, it was like a brand new person. It was like their spark was back. They were lit up. They were happy. They were free. They were just talking about the same issues, but they were like, no, that's not an issue for me anymore. That's ridiculous. I don't feel any of that. I don't I don't relate to that person. Like I remember that, but I don't feel it anymore. I was just like, oh, my God, like that, that. Right. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, damn, like, <laughs> like that's what I'm talking about. That's yes. what I'm talking about. Like, yes. real life shift, make that shift like that, man. Yeah. Those and are that's what yes, because it's it's we're we're led to believe that healing is long and hard, and we have to do it every day, and we have to we have to constantly work at it. But it's because we're doing the wrong things right. we're not doing it our way we're, we're, we're following what's out there and nearly everything that's out there is designed when you follow the history back for the way men's minds work and women's minds aren't logical straight compartmentalized structures mm -hmm. our minds if you think about our mind it's more like wired tangled headphones in the bottom of your purse yeah. <laughs> that part <laughs> Love that description. That's a perfect one. <laughs> you don't know where one thought starts, another one ends. Everything's powered yes, by especially this Gemini mind. Oh my God, this mind right here. Yep, too much going on. Like everything's connected to everything else. The kids, the car, the, the food, the money. That what this person said to you last week. What's going to happen tomorrow? Oh, I should have said this. Should have done that everything is connected to everything so we just need a way that works with this tangled jumbled mess to to get it all calm and we don't have that space where we can just mellow out like a man men have the thing called a nothing box in their brain mm -hmm. they can just go and think about nothing like you tell a woman that they're like what you like, tell a man, they, what's, what's head chatter, mind chatter they go i don't know what mind chatter is what's that <laughs> what what is that oh okay like yeah that might be another five percent like with the men five percent of the men might not have it as bad as the rest but you know <laughs> yeah so majority of men you ask them what head chatter is they don't know yeah they could not tell you because they can switch it off they go i'm at work now i'm at home now i'm doing this now i'm talking about that now and it's all little boxes if you think of their brain it's all little boxes they they have everything so organized in there and they can go to work and not think about home and then go home and not think about work majority yeah um, whereas majority of women are the opposite <laughs> that part is completely like a night and day oil and water type situation um you know and and that's what I think that part of things needs to be more brought to the forefront, you know, as far as understanding that, yes, we know that things are wired differently, you know, so now that we know this, let's move forward to work with this, you know, yes. um, 
I find that a lot of times we want to put everything under one umbrella and that's not going to help us. It's it's holding us back, if anything, because we're just going with this system standard way. And that system standard way is not for everybody, you know, and I speak on that on all levels from religion um, to, you know, how people live their lives, to what people, you know, what their values are and like, they are, we are different. We are individuals for a reason. So we have to be okay with people doing things their way. And that's yes. just the hardest thing that I, that I know people struggle with. Well, they should have said, no, you should have let them mind their damn business. You know, I mean, you, you say, we don't want to let people bump their heads at some point. But at some point, you got to say, you know what? I'm not going to just keep on, like, having this conversation with you. You know, now we've got to figure it out, you know. And knowing that there are different male and female and completely different levels, like completely different planets. What they say, men are from uh, Mars, women from Venus or Jupiter. That's true, y'all. It's true. Yes. Hypothetically, but it's true. You know, when it comes to this right here, it is true. You know, yes. and we gotta just understand that that we think differently and act differently, live differently, feel differently, and we'll be able to move forward once we come to that understanding. Exactly, because it's empowerment. We can understand how they think, we can understand how we think, and neither of them is wrong, neither of them is bad. Right. We're just different. They can understand us more, we can understand them more, and it and it works because like my husband will say something like, Oh, just just don't worry about it. I'm like <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, all right. If I if I could have done that. Right now, about it, you know, I tell my honey that too. He talks about me all the time. He's like, Oh, that mind of yours, yeah, you know it, you know it. It's, it goes if something happens, oh my god, it's a straight overdrive. So yeah. it's like, you know, and and as a person that did that, that was something that I did so much, you know, but it was nothing but negative. But now mm -hmm. I take advantage of my overthinking mind and apply it towards the positive side of things, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and it's just the way that we have to do it. We can't control everything, y'all. We can't control life and how life happens outside of us. Once it leaves here, we got to release that control. We got to release that control. And as women, we don't want to do that all the time. We want to take control. Oh, we got it. We got it. We can do it. We can do it. No, no. Let them do it, baby. Let them do it. This time, let them do it. Yeah. You know, let them Because control you. is power. Like a, a lot of the, the reason women need control, and that's that's why I work a lot around control. Like if anyone has issues with control, I deal with that straight away because they're going to try and control the situation. They're trying right. to control everyone around them, and then they can't handle it if they lose control because Ooh. then everything falls apart. So they need to learn inside themselves that, control is is fine to to lose and not to have and um and to be able to go more with the flow and trust that no matter what happens that they're going to be okay that that they, they can handle it that they're capable that they can just react at the time respond at the time instead of feeling like oh i'm just going to hold everything together and keep it how i how i need it because then nothing's going to go wrong like that's a lot of pressure to put on yourself 
It is. That used to be me. I would hold, just hold everything in and just hold and hold and hold. And, and then, but what was happening is I was bursting out the seams of other stuff. So like something that was so simple, I'm going off, I'm going ham about it. Like I'm straight snapping. Um, you know, so it's like looking back, you know, yeah, I, I definitely tried to hold things in, but I wasn't. I was a frustrated, angry individual just about life because I wasn't doing it how I wanted to do it. I was living according to somebody else's rules. And baby, <laughs> never, never. <laughs> and that's empowerment because at the end of the day, like there's our internal world and then we need to match it with our external. And if you're continuing to put your hand on that hot plate and you're not changing something in your external world, no matter what you do inside, you're going to recreate the same issues because yep. you're just putting your hand back on the fire. Yeah, you're getting burned again and again. So you taking those actions and making the changes you needed to, then was able you you'll be able to go. Oh yes, I'm living congruent with my values. I'm feeling the way I need to feel because I'm changing the things that are causing a lot of this stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, making you know replacing habits. You know, I, I tell people all the time. You know. Um, you can't live in the same environment. Um, it's so crazy because actually I actually am in the process now um, as we're recording of doing a webinar series in my Facebook group, um, you know, blocks of, you know, empowering yourself because it's blocks of personal empowerment because you've got to get out of your own way. And you've got to understand that things have to be replaced. Things have to be, you know, realigned, refocused, reconditioned, you know, relearned um, the, the four R's, you know, and I actually got five R's, but I just threw four out there then. But, um, you know, <laughs> it, it is a complete transformational process. Anybody will tell me, oh, tomorrow I woke up, I'm changing, you know, I'm changing. And I'm like, oh, okay, all right. You know, um, it's okay to be, continual in it the small victories are victories you know yes um don't feel like that you have to rush into a change as long as you are you know having some type of intention every day as long as you are you know understanding that you're following your values you know and if that book over here ain't helping you with your values and if that doctor over there ain't helping you with your values hey uh, you know, and shout out to you for actually taking that step, you know, and not staying with what society told you, you just had to live with for the rest of your life. Cause they do, they real life tell us that they real life say, Oh, you know, you get older, you know, um, I, I definitely am somebody that used to believe that, you know, Oh, we get older the back chronic pain. Hey, there are ways to get out of that. There are ways to heal that. And our society don't want us to know that, you know. No, because you don't make money. They don't make money like that. Bingo. You know, that's a whole other podcast because you know. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, um, it's, it's serious, though. Um, I want us to just be more aware of ourselves as women um and really take the steps to you know do what we got to do to make those transformations you yeah, know and that's empowerment you know yeah. it is it's taking our lives into our own hands and you know we try it's like you sort of almost 
sometimes bounce around like a pinball in a pinball yeah. machine to do different things but it's okay to keep doing that until you find something that feels right where you feel seen and you feel heard mm. and you feel like you're making progress like I could I could count on like I, I, I could feel like I would be a millionaire if, if every dollar for like everything I tried if I had all of that because I was just bouncing around and instead of feeling like, oh, this thing isn't congruent with my values, it's mm -hmm. I must be too broken. I must be so messed up that all these things can't fix me. And women get into that and then they start to lose belief that they can get out of it. Right. And it's sad because this, it's the system, the way it's designed, is just not designed with us in mind in the forefront. Mm -hmm and actual healing to, to go you're good now off you go and live your life you don't have to keep doing this work now you've done it you know you've done it yeah now you can go live it's not designed for that it's designed for ongoing stuff and making you feel like you need people because you don't like once you're right you you only need yourself and once you're good in yourself you can trust yourself and and you can go and believe in yourself and then take the actions that are congruent with that and create the life that you want Right. So if, if something that you're doing is making you feeling like you're broken or less than or you can't get better, change the thing you're doing. It's not who you are and it's not something that you can't fix. It's just you're just not, you're putting your effort and you're doing all this time and effort and you're just investing it into the wrong thing for you because it's not giving you what you're looking for. So just mm -hmm. empower yourself to go, is this helping me? Is, is this ongoing? Can they tell me when I'm going to be feeling like I'm free of this like can they give me a solution or is it a coping tool because there's a sort there's solutions and then there's tools and we you know once we get a lot of tools yeah it's good for in the moment and we can have these things right but the goal is to not need the tools because the the issue's gone there it is there it is the deeper root the deeper root y'all it's the deeper part for me <laughs> Like, you know, um, I, I don't want to keep taking medicine. I don't want to keep having to take medicine because all that's doing is putting the little Band-Aid over that. Yes. It can, we, we need to get to the root and, and, and pull yeah. that root out. You know, it's like a, yeah. a hair that you pull out and get the root and, you know, pull all that shit out. You know, yeah. um, <laughs> it's, it's definitely. And then it's like, I don't need any of this stuff to treat no. this thing that keeps getting infected or whatever it is. I don't need to keep putting these things on it that feel a bit better for now. Because the issue's gone. It's not going to come back because I've done the, the actual healing. That means that it's completely gone, like long-term, through the bloodline, through the genes, change the way our genes express themselves, replace this crappy thing with an amazing thing that can grow into whatever I want and support me moving into my life. It's never going to be an issue anymore. I can mm. then move forwards. That's the dopest annihilation ever. Hey, take this and put this in. Take yes. this out, put this in. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That Weed, flower. Bloom, baby, bloom. Yes, I love it. Like that, I love that. Thank you for that. Like that was dope. Um, let them know what you got going on, what you got upcoming, anything you got going on, anything you want the audience to know about here upcoming here soon. Yes. Um, so basically, I work with women all over the world. Um, I've got a free masterclass in the link that you've so kindly shared for anyone that wants to learn more about themselves, how they 
how they think as women, how they process emotion, what a difference between chronic pain, uh, chronic emotion and a normal emotion is, how they can identify what's going on for them, learn more about Creatrix and the process that I use. Um, that's free and that's on that link tree. So anyone, anytime can jump on that. Um, I've also got a special offer. So I normally do what I call a blockage analysis, which basically we just dive into specifically you and your specific issues. Mm -hmm. What's holding you back? What's keeping you stuck? What you've tried before? Why you're feeling like you're not living as happy and free or you're doing the work every day, but you're just feeling like you're almost like a hamster on a wheel, just doing, 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 doing and you want to more feel like you're being, I'll be able to identify all the things that are actually keeping you stuck and list those things so that you can see what those things are and see whether this is something that you want to be able to do together. So I normally charge $300 for that. That's Australian. Um, but I've got a free link for anyone that wants to book that with me nice. through you. Thank so you. That's okay yeah, because honestly, it's just to who you are and what's going on for you. Yes, I'm thanking her for y'all audience because definitely you are going to get some hella value out of that. Like 300, hey, it should have been about 13 after what I looked at. Hey, I love it. Like, but um, I love what you do. Um, I am so appreciative of you know how you are empowering other women, how you are, you know, helping us real life break free from the negative limitations that we have been plagued with generation after generation after generation. Like I super love what you're doing. Please keep doing what it is that you do. Like don't stop. Don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. I won't. And that's the thing it is. It's just that generational and you get to someone where they're, they're going, yeah, it may run in the family, but it stops with me. It stops with me. <laughs> Period, y'all. Y'all heard that. So let them know where they can find you at on social media. Yeah. So um, the link tree is there. That's basically got all the links to okay. all my social medias. Cool. I got cool. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, um, and YouTube. Um, but on Instagram, I'm underscore the true you underscore. Um, but yeah, if you go on the link tree, you'll be able to find me there. I've got also some other podcasts and um, things that episodes I've done are specifically on different things. So say how chronic pain affected me and, and stuff like that and that journey um, and videos about how what Creatrix is, how it was created, why it was created. Um, so, yeah, lots of information and also before and after videos of my clients. So you can see them before, you can see them after. Amazing. They're just real women um, from different areas around the world that are getting those real transformations in about a month and then then they're free and so it i think for me that's what got me it was just like this is just it's not someone i'm not reading this crap and i have to do all this ongoing work mm -hmm. all i need to do is what you tell me to do for a month i'm gonna fucking do that because yeah. i want to feel free and i can see it i can see that person that just you can't like with women you just know right you can just see it <laughs> it's you like do. you can't lie about this <laughs> I can you know, see you before, I can see you after. That's what I want. Okay, cool. <laughs> love it. I think there's dope, y'all. Hey, y'all know this is Empowering Real Talk. You know, um, this was a great, great value. If y'all ain't get value from this podcast, then y'all probably need to go back to my beginning podcast and start your journey over because listen, this one right here is it. Like, I, I love to be able to give resource and solution, you know, and even as a coach empowering and inspiring other women, I can't do it by myself. 
you know, um, so to have you here, you know, with me, you know, bringing your expertise and your knowledge, I'm super grateful for that. Um, I know my audience is going to be as well because they are ready to make these transformations that we speak of, you know. Um, so super shout out to you. I appreciate you so much. Um, y'all definitely see her link tree information. Um, and I will make sure that this the record or the um, link that she is sending to y'all, we will definitely have it in the details section. So make sure you check that out as you finish listening to this dope, dope episode. I appreciate you so much for being here, Steph. I really do. Oh, I appreciate you for having me. Thank you so much for allowing me to share with your amazing audience and connect with you. You're a powerhouse and I'm so glad I connected with you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Look, we all need positive reinforcement sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get out of here, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, make sure you have subscribed to the podcast. Make sure on your favorite audio platform, on the YouTube platform, under the Empowering Real Talk podcast. I appreciate y'all. Y'all stay dope. Stay positive, baby. I'll talk to y'all soon.